What's up, everybody out there? Welcome to another episode of the Wise Guys Podcast. I am Mitch. This your boy O. It's your boy Dewey. She got Matt. And together we are the Wise Guys. What we got going on, O? Man, on this episode, man, we're going to break down our MVPs for the first round of the playoffs. And later on in the show, we're going to bring you guys another black movie review. And it's going to be Black Panther in honor of Chadwick Boseman, man. Rest in peace, bro. And we also going to give uh, recognition through Real Recognized Real and our black business segment. Yes, sir. And we've been working on something real special for you guys. And I'm going to have Mitch tell you about it right now. That's right. This shit is special, baby. Public service announcement right now. The Wise Guys presents the riot out for equality and social justice. If you're sick and tired like I'm sick and tired, let's ride. <laughs> so we're going to take this time to explain the ride. Why we riding out, what we riding out to, and where this idea came from. Um, we were, you know, kind of. After the Jacob Blake episode, we usually chop it up afterwards. And, you know, we were just talking about different ways for us to engage with the community and just not talk about it, but be about it. And, you know, we were talking about protesting and marching and things of that nature. But we figured that, you know, let's just ride out, man. Let's let's all hook up at one spot. People we love, people we know, people who feel as passionate as we do about a lot of the issues that's affecting our community. And let's get some signs. Let's get some, you know, pens or whatever that you can use to write on the cars and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah, the markers. You, yeah. Markers, yeah. yeah. You, you can use that, write whatever you want on your uh, signs, whatever you want on your cars, you know. And we all just line up and just ride out, man. You know what I'm saying? Whether we, as we ride out, we could be playing our music. You can play your music, beep your horn, whatever. Just well, who, However you want to bring attention to the ride out, man, that's, you know, peaceful. And, and we want to stress that. Like, we're not trying to, you know, do something where, you know, anybody getting arrested or getting in trouble, yeah. you know what I'm saying? We definitely want to just, you know, show our, you know, show the city that uh-huh. black people, we can come together and shine a light on what's bothering us within our community. And um, during that process, you know, we came up with, you know, what Mitch said earlier, you know, riding out for equality and social justice. And uh, we're we're going to bring you more details in the next couple of days. Um, we're going to be putting things on our uh, Facebook page. In our group page, um, Instagram, all over, all of our social media. But uh, we definitely plan on having some type of lunch for you guys when you pull up. We'll be dropping more details. Again, like I said, we'll be dropping location and everything um, in the next couple of days. So we just appreciate everybody to, you know, come join us, man. Be a part of the ride out. Mm-hmm. Y'all guys got anything else y'all want to say about it? Uh, we, we will have um, <clears throat> markers available for y'all to, uh, and it's going to be the kind of markers, you know, that's washable. Like the ones that, for instance, the ones they use for bomb or just married or uh, graduation. Right. It'll be ones you could just wash off after you're done. Um, and and also like like I just said, just talking about aware, just raising awareness around that, uh, showing our brothers and sisters around the country that we with we in we with them too. Uh, we gonna do some things around that and just raise awareness and just uh, bring people people together peacefully. Yeah. That day to just show love to our brothers and sisters across the nation that is facing these uh, unfortunate circumstances that keep happening. Yeah. And, you know, just again, just using our platform to empower just not ourselves, but everybody else within the community, man. So please come join us. Uh, September the 27th will be the date. It's a Sunday. Like I said, times, um, location will be provided shortly. So thank you, everybody, in advance for being a part of, you know, something that we're trying to do to bring awareness to everything that's affecting our community. Mitch, go ahead and drop this next. Uh, let's go and get into the NBA since I already know what you're about to talk about. LeBron probably going to be your MVP for the first All right, round, so. all right, all right. <laughs> Listen here. Actually, so we said three, right? Right, well. So last place <laughs> for me, which is, you know, different. I'm going to go with LeBron. He's going to be third MVP for me. 
Okay. You know what? Fuck that. He's oh, going to be okay. second. Wow. <laughs> because right. when, you, when you take in account of, you know, he's in the playoffs, he's averaging 27.4 points, 10.2 rebounds, 10.2 assists, and 60% field goals, 6% three-pointers. That's amazing. In year 17. Mm-hmm. But my number one pick for MVP is Murray. But okay, who did you knock out a third? I mean, a second, real quick to put him in second. I, I knocked curious. out. I knocked out Luca. Wow, that's disrespectful. That's bro. not disrespectful. Okay, because you, yes, he's playing great, but you got to win. Luca and I was going they against didn't win. superior talent though, and it was just him. It doesn't matter. They didn't win. Man, stop it, bro. Well, this is my pick, right? Yeah, you right. No, right. But I want to argue. All right. Sorry. <laughs> now let now let's go on to my number one pick. Right, he's my pick because first off, let's get to the regular season. Dude was fifteen point six points. It's just the playoffs, bro. <laughs> can I, can I, do, I just want to throw you off. Go can ahead, I do man. my thing? Yeah, do your thing. God bro. damn. <laughs> In the regular season, 15.6 points a game. 3.6 rebounds, 3.7 assists. 43% field goals. Playoffs, this motherfucker up this game. 34 points a game. Mm-hmm. 6.2 rebounds, 6.7 assists, and 58% field goals. He took his shit to a whole other level in the playoffs. He did, though. And that's why he's my number one pick. He did. I mean, because he's my number one, too. Like, I feel you on that, bro. Like, And then we recorded this on a Wednesday. So, you know, last night they won, you know, game seven. Mm-hmm. Even though he didn't really have a good game, but he balled this series. I mean, this series. So, Murray? He, yeah. He probably didn't have a good game, but he did his job. No, he yeah. He, he was a distraction. His, he heard his quad last night. Did y'all see that? Mm-mm. It was a uh, – I uh, forgot who was defending him. They was coming up right half court. And he like he got hurt, man. He hit his knee on his quad. He had did that last year in Game Seven. He had a, a horrible Game Seven, yeah. and then he had brought that up. Like he he didn't want to have you know a reoccurring situation this year. Yeah. So he but, stayed in the game. Though. Yeah, he balled though, man. Yeah, and, and he yeah. hit a big shot at the end of the game too. And, and one more thing, while he's my MVP for this for this playoffs, not yesterday, but the game before his, uh, you know, how to give a little speech. Mm-hmm. Dude couldn't even hold it together. He was started crying and shit. It was big for him. Was, man. He was deep. Again, my number one, my MVP for the first round was Jamal Murray as well. And it's the same things you say, Miss. Like, dog ball. Like, he really stepped his game up, you know, from the playoffs. I mean, from the regular season to the playoffs. And, again, for him to be going at it, you know, with Donovan Mitchell and for them to be down 3-1, the second team, I believe, in NBA history to come back from 3-1 to win it all. And it's really because of him, those, you know, two games. Real quick, they're not going to win at all. Just want to put that out there. Oh, Continue. Yeah. Continue. Yeah, for the, well, to come back and win it. Well, I'm saying like the win the series. the second team? Is, are they the second team? No, I, only, it was the only like, other team I remember doing that was uh, uh, the Pistons against Orlando. When Tracy McGrady was there. Uh, I remember a team by the name. No, or, I, know, I the, thought Cleveland was the only other team to do it. No, no, no. I'm talking about first round of the playoffs. Oh, first Cleveland round. Cleveland the only team did it in the finals. finals. Yeah, oh, okay, Cleveland okay. Did yeah. in the finals. Who was on that no. team when they came back? 3-1. to one. Cleveland. On Cleveland? Yeah. I don't know. Don't I think it was LeBron. That was back in 2016. We in the Twilight Zone in 2020 right now. Anyway, I'm going to go to the person that uh, Mitch disrespected, which was Luka, bro. I didn't disrespect him. I'm just him. saying, like, Luka Barr, bro. Like, Luka really came on and showed that he is a possible, like, top five player. If you if you don't want to say it, you can say it now, honestly, that he might be a top five player in the league right now. But he's definitely a future MVP candidate, you know what I'm saying, moving forward. And it's like for him to do that against arguably some people believe the best team in the West – even though I'm pretty sure Mitch wouldn't agree with that, but you know, because a the, team that's stacked, you know, with two of the best defenders in the league, and for him to be like carving them up every game, no help, no other superstar out there with him, like that was impressive, man. And uh, my third person was the person that uh, Donovan Mitchell, the Spider, 
the one who was going against um, Jamal Murray. Like, them boys both put on the show. The boys was unstoppable. Like, you don't see that in the playoffs. It kind of reminds you, like, Allen Iverson back when his run to the finals back in the day. Like, for somebody who just, every time they come down the court, like, no matter what defense you throw at them, double team, boxing one, mm-hmm. trapping them, like, he getting his. Like, it didn't matter, bro. Getting mm-hmm. to the rack anytime they wanted to. Yeah. Like, it was it was something to see. So, yeah. Dewey, who you got for your first round MVP, bro? Uh, my, my number one is uh, Chris Paul. Oh, okay. Number two is Luka. And number three is LeBron. I watched like almost every game so far, and in, in each one of them, I just sit there all day and pretty much watching the game, for the most part. And uh, Chris Paul, man, I, I love him as a player, man, for years. But the thing about it though is, man, when I'm watching the game, I'm watching somebody command the game, uh, control the tempo of the game. It's almost like in football when you control that line of scrimmage. Mm-hmm. Uh, I feel like Chris Paul does a really excellent job, and he's still one of the top guys in the league at his position. And I and I respect his game. And I respect what he's doing with OKC, man. And I, I appreciate him still like fighting and sh- teaching his team to fight. Yeah, because you can tell them boys shell shocked yeah, a lot of times. Yeah, yeah it's I some agree. young bulls, man. It's some young bulls over there. To me, uh, that the, you know, what I'm saying that uh, I, I I can appreciate his game and what OKC is doing and taking it to Game Seven against Houston. Uh, Luca, we had discussions about uh, Luca, man, and. I really had to watch his game more, man. This dude is developing into being one of the best players. And I want to see him continue, man. Me and O, we had a conversation about it, and I said, he said, man, we ain't seen this before. I said, I've seen something like this before, and it was in Tracy McGrady to me, somebody who was just elite and a baller and just a scorer and a guy who was just a threat on the, on the court anytime he was there and also Grant Hill. So I want to see Luka be – that over time, I really want to see him keep knocking on the door and going, you know, going hard and you know getting out the first round, getting out that second round, going to the fi- going to the finals, you know, keep going. I really want to see him be uh, consistent over the years. Um, and my third pick, um, and, and by the way, to your point, when you talking about the be- some of the best perimeter defenders in basketball, and Kawhi and uh, PG thirteen. That that was amazing. It was, bro. I, I, I'm looking at him. I'm like, I don't even know if that stays that way if he don't get injured. I, I feel like that was a nagging problem for him a little bit, even though it didn't feel like it because nah. he was still balling. But um, my third pick being LeBron. LeBron um, mm-hmm. in year 17 Speaking is shit. absolutely <laughs> amazing, man. I, I just watch him come in and, like, he is another person I feel like when Chris Paul like he controls the tempo. Oh yeah. He can help he changes things when he comes in the game. He changes the direction of players. If y'all watch like and that's the thing I, I really noticed about his passing game. He changes the direction of a defender. Mm-hmm. Like the way they you know how a defender will, will, will square up with you and, and watch you and like he changed the hips, you know, like on on a defender, like the way they movement, he changes the direction. Like even when they don't even want to, it's just like we know that's LeBron. He can get to he can get to the bucket quick as hell. He can move like a guard, but he big as some of the centers in the league. And his as far as power and 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 all that, he changes the direction of defenders. And that's what I'm like, damn. That's how he be getting down on these passing lanes so much. It's because he changes the, the defenders' looks and direction of where they're going. Like if y'all notice, like and that's why I kept noticing, like how the hell they don't see this again over and over again. This year, seventeen him doing this. Yeah, he uses eyes so well, yeah, man. Like, he that's definitely what he uses he eyes. Guys like, with his eyes a lot. He look 
You know, it's funny, man, watching his eyes. <laughs> he reminded me, like, when Apocalypse about to use his powers. <laughs> and <laughs> his, eyes, <laughs> his eyes roll. Like, but, man, LeBron is absolutely amazing, man. I love I love him in year 17, his game. He still stands, he's still staying consistent, which I'm looking forward to Luka doing. But shout out to LeBron. Talk that King shit, dude. Well, you know what, though? Let me, let me give people some context on our conversation. This is mm-hmm. a conversation we was having, you know, during the game. Mm-hmm. You know, me and him kicking about it, about Luka. I was saying that, you know, what, what I disagreed with him about uh, with comparing Luka to Trace McGrady or Grant Hill was mm-hmm. that them guys were super athletic. Like, Luka mm-hmm. is really more, he he's more cerebral. Slow. And, and yeah. he he kind of reminds you like a Paul Antoine Walker, Paul Pierce type, yeah. like that old man game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Luka got a, a great understanding of how to move on the floor mm-hmm. and how many steps you could take and what directions and, you yep. could move. He good at like... Angles. Like, yeah, like preemptive striking people because he... He hit one way and then he move away. You wouldn't expect him to. And then I think like he deceptively like you know like some people got real quick first steps like a jo- John Wall yeah. or somebody like that or even uh the other two guys we talking about like Grant Hill had one him. of the fastest first steps I've ever seen and from I think a that's guy what his Luka size. Got. But the other thing too though is I'm 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 happy for players when they ball out like that. But the thing is when guys watch film on you and gotta pay attention to you now things change. Bro. But this the year two though. Really this year two of Luca doing this so it's like people know. People know his game. Like it ain't like he's, uh, you know, he doing this and people went. But like you talking about two, yeah. like literally a guy who locked up, well, have locked up LeBron in the past mm. in the claw. You know what I'm saying? So you talking about a guy who definitely has the ability to shut him down. And he was like going around him with ease, and it was kind of shocking to see. I'm like, damn, this guy. You know, I always kind of like Luca, but to see him do what he was doing in that game, and I would say the other person game he remind you of. He kind of, kind of got a lot of LeBron in him because. He can stand up there and he can set the offense up as he do his mm-hmm. thing. And he's really known for his passing, yeah. but he's just not as polished as LeBron because, as y'all keep saying, year 17, yeah. LeBron know what guy's going to be on the floor. He know how, like you said, he know how to make dudes change their defensive stance yeah. and stop. And I'm really looking forward to once he get that part of the game in, like it's going to be on though, man. That, that kid can really be really like good. Kind of lose I don't. I don't see his. I didn't really see LeBron's speed diminishing. Mm-mm, it hasn't. No, it hasn't. and that's the part that I think that they know of. Well, like to a certain extent, it has, but it's not like a big, like a huge drop off. Like you can tell, he's older. He don't have that. What was that? That game. We. It was a game we all was watching together. I want to say it was a game two or game three. It was the Kobe game, and okay. he was out there, and you saw it. Like he had that look in his eyes. Bounce, like, yep. He had that bounce. Like he he can pull it out when he wants to now. But he don't have it like when he played with Miami where he had it. Or even at Cleveland mm-hmm. when they came back from 3-1. Like, he had it that whole series. Like, every mm-hmm. play he was coming out of court. Like, he was downhill, setting dudes up, either, you know, scoring, passing, or shooting the three ball. So, and he yeah. playing defense yeah. really, really good. But uh, I, I think that he's pacing himself. I do, too. I agree. Like, you do? Yeah. I think he's pacing himself. Like, you're going to see a lot of he, more of him he, this round. Like, you got to think about he. He gonna have to go through Houston, right? Or mm-hmm. potentially, <laughs> or OKC, or, or OKC, yeah. and then possibly the Clippers. Yeah. So he ain't trying to push it all out at Man, once. Man, in front of me, that, if that's pacing itself, shit. But he do that now. He was doing that last year. You know what I'm saying? Like I think that's a, had, that's like smart a for him to do that. Average, like shit. But you know what though? I want to drop something else on y'all too. Like I think, uh, you know, during the bubble, like we've been seeing shooting like at an all time high, and I think without the travel. No fans, and it's just you can be in there and just focus on basketball. I think that's big for these guys, and I think that's going to help LeBron a lot in the not, upcoming. I don't uh, think not, not so much LeBron because he's been there a million times, but not in this scenario though. I think far as like 
Murray, people like them, yeah. they're they're more loose because there's no pressure. I know they could shoot like that. No, I mean yeah, like I Murray ball last year in the playoffs too, but he just he just you know yeah. lost gas in Game Seven last year. They was talking about how tough his dad was, and they kept making reference to it that his dad was tough as hell on him growing up, He's developing cold, the kind of player he is. But uh, we'll see what's gonna happen um, round two, man. I'm pretty sure yeah, these two guys gonna pick LeBron again. Even if he ain't the real MVP, but... He is the real MVP. Whatever. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> well, man, since I just kept it real about LeBron, Dewey, why don't you go ahead and keep it real with the people and talk to everybody about this new segment, man, you created. That's dope as fuck, so... Okay, so just real quick, real recognized, real... I'm, we just giving recognition to people who moved the needle or set the new standard in history. So real quick, in this week in black history, in our history, man, is... Uh, Robert T. Freeman was the first black to was the first black man to graduate from Harvard Dental School in 1867, and this was and this is all this week, ladies and gentlemen. Frederick Douglass also escaped from slavery disguised as a sailor in 1838. Mm. So shout out to them, man. Real recognized, real for y'all stepping up and moving the needle but forward for our culture. That's real. Yeah, that's, that's real shit. Like damn, escaped as a sailor. I never knew that. Yeah, that's him. <laughs> damn, that's crazy, bro. <laughs> Frederick Douglass, man. Wow, that was, that man. Was it. And for the black business this week, what you got to do? Lush Lips by Cam. You can find her on Facebook and Instagram at Lush Lips by Cam. All right, fellas. Let's talk about Black Panther, man. As everybody know, earlier this week, we lost uh, King, man, in Chadwick Boseman. Due to, he lost his life, um, his fight with, uh, what's it, colon cancer. Um, mm -hmm. That's where this all came from this week. Like, we wanted to, it was kind of crazy. Like, I had told Dewey before yeah. we even knew about this. Yeah. I'm like, man, we should just do Black Panther, bro. That like, day. That day. I'm like, before it came out, I'm I so you want to do more of a current movie. Yeah, I say, let's do a current yeah. movie. And it was like, to me, um, the movie Black Panther kind of represented a little bit like what, what's kind of going on right now. And I know it might be a stretch, but it, I mean, to me, it kind of just, you know, it was like, man, let's just talk about, you know, like black excellence. Yeah, yeah. And it was like, damn, later on that day, we find out that, you know, he passed. I'm like, wow, that's crazy. Yeah, I want to so, say like six, seven hours later. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, right now we just want to take this time to, you know, gather everybody for a moment of silence. For chat with Bozeman, man. Rest in peace, chat with Bozeman. Rest in peace, brother. Wakanda forever. Thank you, Mitch. <laughs> <laughs> so, man, let's jump into it, man. Uh, I don't know. I'm going to start off with this. Before we jump into, like, scene for scene and breaking down mm -hmm. a movie, who were y'all favorite characters from the movie? Well, my favorite character was, hands down, Killmonger. Okay. I think that's popular with a lot of people. He was he was a strong character, man. Mm -hmm. Why was he your favorite though? I can relate a little bit. Oh, really? Because um, you know, the movie went was you know, they left him there alone by himself. They killed his father, and I kind of relate with being alone and being left. So yeah, I'm not gonna go too much into detail because I don't want to cry. But that's why. <laughs> so basically, Mitch is from Wakanda, mm -hmm. and he was left here. And eventually, he going to go back and he going to, you know, unite us. 80-20. 80-20 is what he's saying. <laughs> Dude, who's your favorite character, bro? Nakia. Nakia. I can see that. Why? What the hell? Enough said. Why, why she your favorite character, dude? <laughs> what he just said. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> she had a dope arc in the movie, though, man. Like, uh, I liked her character, too. It was like she was the queen and waiting in a sense. Right, she was like the backbone and the strong. Yeah, because it wasn't for her, she would have never got. He would have never been able to uh, get the powers of the Black Panther again 
And I know we'll get into that later on in the movie, but mm -hmm. you know, she went and stole the heart shaped herb to take to him, just in case. Well, she wasn't taking it to him. She was taking it to make sure they could have somebody to fight. She loved her people too. Like she was willing, she was willing to serve the cause in in as far as in, in streets and out of country abroad. But she also loved her people. She came back and still was able to hold them down. And it, she she fought with herself eternally, but she was still there for her people when it when it mattered most. And see, I find that interesting because my favorite character was a uh, General Okoye, mm -hmm. and it was like that scene where you talk about yeah, when she yeah, kind of yeah. showing her love. But Okoye, like, well, yeah, I love my country, but I'm also, she was, you know, honorable. She like, well, he's the king. Yeah. You know, at the end of the day, T'Challa lost the battle. You know, he lost the, uh, what is it, what was it called? For initiation to be king or whatever. Mm -hmm. And she was like, well, I understand where you coming from, but I have to follow whoever sits on the throne, yeah, no matter yeah. if I agree with it or not. So, yeah, that was a powerful moment, too. But yeah. Okoye, and to me, like, she was just, yeah. she was just cold. She was the backbone, backbone for T'Challa, too. That's the thing. I when I was watching it over again, I felt like she had to be who she was because oh, yeah. she was a general. Yeah, she did. Now, she Kia, what strong. was her position? She was like a spy. She was a war dog. Yeah. So she was doing what she was supposed to be doing, but when it came time when T'Challa became king, it's like, hey, right. let's let's make let's you be my queen. Like he really wanted her to be, and she was still debating with herself because she. I I don't even know why they really really broke up. Maybe that was the reason why she had to go. He had to go do it. He had to go do it. She as well. Yeah, because she didn't want to just be there and you know be a, a traditional queen. Yeah, kind of feel confined yeah. a little bit. And to be honest with you, if you think about it, she was kind of fighting for the same thing that Mitch's favorite character was fighting Kill, for, yeah. Killmonger. Like she was, she went to him first. Yeah. When that, you know, now we can kind of talk about it. That yeah. opening scene mm -hmm. when you know he come to kind of save her, or go get her. Yeah. Like she was pretty much saying, like, "Hey, our people yeah. need help, bro. Like, yeah. you know, what you gonna she do?" She brought that up. It's depth and perspective yeah, you in this help movie, the man. Like for real. It like, is. Like black people don't. A lot of people. Man, the un that, that those different understandings. Killmonger, man, he wasn't totally wrong, man. He like, where was y'all at? He wasn't wrong at all in my eyes. At all? At all. Though he was murdering people. <laughs> yeah, I, I, go, I was waiting for you to say it, bro. Listen, he did what he had to do to get where he had to get. Yeah, but I mean, if, if he didn't kill him people, he would have never got to Wakanda. So let's say let's, he said, "They said I did all this to get to you." Right, but he was gonna kill. That was but his it was cousin, envy, though. though. Right, it was, that was jealousy envy too. that was driving him, though. Right, but it's not his fault. Yeah, it is in his part. mind, y'all motherfuckers left me. It don't matter if it's yeah, in his mind. I'm one of you. I get that part. I'm right. one of you. Y'all left me. I get that part. And now I'm actually fighting he, to help everybody. Yeah, but yeah. the critical part about this movie is it's choice. Like, he could have still went about it another way. I agree with you saying, like, yeah, he was fighting for everybody else. But, again, his choice to fight for everybody still stems from that these people did this to my dad. Like, he was still hurt about right. him killing his dad or whatever. Y'all did it wrong to me. And his dad did it wrong. Like, his dad, the way his yeah, dad, yeah. the way he went about it, yeah. did it wrong. But his dad wanted the same thing. He, did, he wanted to he, help everybody. Right, but... So, so you, you you can argue that the people from Wakanda was the wrong ones because y'all were too. Y'all stingy. Y'all don't want to help nobody. They were wrong. Like, it was wrong. It was but wrong he gave the around. weapon to Claw. Right. And he killed his own people to get the weapon. Yeah, man. That point there. They, they, and like, same thing Killmonger did. Killmonger was willing to kill, because he's, he's Wakanda. He was willing to kill his own people to help other, his own, other people. So it was kind of like they all were in the wrong, in a sense, in my opinion. It's kind of the way people, But he's not a traditional villain, though. Go ahead. People play kind of play black people against one another like one's more aggressive and one wants to be more diplomatic we play each other against I'm, each I'm, other I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm saying but 
all all the parties involved. Yeah, I think outside, inside, it, it happens. You know what I'm saying? So, I think that that was the part. That it, anger drove him to make certain decisions mm-hmm. that he made, and, and no different from a lot of things that happen to this current day. Yeah. You know, outside of the MCU. I think kind of going back to the opening scene, like I think we can kind of what, what Mitch talking about. We can kind of break it down a little bit more as we move mm-hmm. on through the movie, but. That opening scene was dope, you know what I'm saying? Because it showed, like, you know, you f- you really get to see, like, why this country is so advanced. Like, you know, Koye driving, you know, the ship, you know, with her legs crossed and it's looking like she's doing, like, meditation. But, you know, the little scene where it shows the uh, the, the topography of the uh, of the enemy that he going to see and they just pop up there and you can see where everybody is. And then, like, to me, that shit was sweet as hell, that bro. Was sweet. Like, that was cold. What bothered me so bad about that is like, damn, he didn't. He he was quick to kill them. The, the guys. With he the did gun, kill them fast. But he dog. didn't kill Claw that quick. But mm-hmm. see, remember they when that scene with Claw, and again we moving forward. But yeah. just real quick, that scene with Claw, he couldn't kill him. Yeah, yeah, they had a cameras, cameras out and everything. The world yeah, yeah. was watching. Oh, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. The world's watching, King. Yeah. But you see, like yo, yeah. you know, the, the kid was like, hey, you, she you kicked him. Like, hey, bro. He, this a kid, like chill yeah, out, man. So like, they left them there, like the, the the people that was that was rivaling that kid. They like yeah, they, they did. Left. Remember, she yeah. told him like, don't ever speak of this. She you like, know, y'all you, didn't st- you didn't see a thing, right? Yeah, damn. So, that so was people a, in Africa dope, knew about man. them, obviously, because they were yeah. in Africa then. So yeah. yeah, other African nations knew, and I guess it probably was like a secret that you know probably other people just didn't believe. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. That was so dope. I knew the movie was about to be the shit when I oh, seen yeah, that. Bro. When he came out, the, yeah, that was that was real dope, though. I like that. And then the scene, you know, the king coming back home. You know, what I'm saying his yeah. mom there, his sister. You finally get to see Angela Bassett character. You see mm-hmm. Shuri. Um, I can't remember the young lady name who plays uh, Shuri right now. Forgive us, but uh, like all of them, you know, you see their relationship as a brother and sister. Like all that was dope, and they all kind of laughing at him. Like, oh yeah, did he freeze? They knew, like, <laughs> yeah, like you yeah. know. So you you learn right there, like okay. T'Challa really loves Nakia. Like, mm-hmm. this is the love of his life. Yeah, we do. Moving on to the scene after that, Killmonger come on the scene. My dog. Go ahead, Mitch. Talk about it, man. When You know, his first scene. You know what I'm saying? He got the fly jacket on. He got the, the fly jacket. He got the, the dress I wish I had. Um, <laughs> he got the little, the, little, the little glasses on or whatever. And he basically, you know, played the little role like, hey. I think, <laughs> just yeah, speaking on the role he played, like, how he cut into old girl. Tell me like, about this. Yeah, like... Yeah. He came in humble. Yeah, he did. But he and was, what is this? Yeah, <laughs> he like nah, 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 nah. Y'all been, you know, we been had that. Y'all took that. Like he was pretty much, he was sowing the seed of like what his problem was and why he was fighting. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So that scene was dope. And then you get Claw. You get mm-hmm. all the kind of antagonists yeah. in that scene. Hey, right Claw there. was funny as hell to me. Oh, yeah, he Claw was. hilarious. He was like, movie, he was like, bro. you, you can leave. Just don't tell anybody. He was funny in Age of Ultron. Like, yeah, he was. <laughs> That, that one part when he's like, y'all been watching me so long, y'all, you you didn't watch what's going in your body. Yeah, that was good, <laughs> Taking that coffee. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. And you kind of get right there, even though Mitch feels like he a saint, but he's he willing he's to saint. kill. <laughs> he's willing to kill right here and there. Kill for the cause. I mean, yeah. But was. did he actually kill her? I think she died, for I don't sure. think she did. Oh. I think she alive. She still she, works she there. She lives. She lives. She still works there. <laughs> So she was poisoned. Right she's po- she's a little knockout. <laughs> poisoned and received no medical attention. Exactly. Poisoned, no medical attention. All her people killed. Like, I think he wasn't trying to spare her life, man. And definitely after how he felt about her, based on what he said. Hey, y'all remember mm-hmm. he, he had the mask. He took that, that mask. He took, yeah. He, he said, I'm just feeling it. He wore that same mask to get claw out an interrogation. Mm-hmm. But see, that mask, is. What, I want to say that's that's another thing. Of, we didn't really talk about the director, but Ryan Krugler. 
Um, is that yeah? Cool. I think Ryan that, cool. yep. Yeah, that's his last name. And um, that kind of you know tied back to the comic books. If you kind of look at the comic book version of him, that's the mask he always wear in the comic books, mm. and it was kind of the shape of that mask. And so I thought yeah, that was dope because everyone that fought to be king had a mask. Yeah, and it kind of mm. represent from the yeah. it was representation yeah, of the comic yeah, books. Yeah, yeah. So even if you want to go to the, I think that's probably one of the dopest scenes of the movie mm-hmm. of them on the um, boats and everybody kind of like going. You know, to the I guess is what would what would we call that? What would, what was they calling it when they you know everybody had the chance to fight for the throne? The or, challenge. The challenge. Yeah. 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 The challenge. I think that was sweet too because it was like all right, even though this is an advanced culture, they still had was tied to their roots of mm. okay, if you want to be king and you got a problem with it, yeah. you could challenge them right now and be king. It was to the death. Yeah. Or yielding or whatever, but that scene with them all on their boats and everybody dressed up in their African garb and chatting and dancing, yeah. I think that was sweet, man. That was mm-hmm. dope. They they brought back the bank here bounce in this movie. Yeah. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> <sure did>. <laughs> <laughs> Brian Coogler like our age, ain't he? Yeah, he is. Dog, yeah, they all are around our age, man. Mm-hmm. They great artists, man. Like that, like how they can't even the 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 way they kind of um, dressed everybody in those scenes, and yeah, it was yeah. just like it was real. Like when you watching it, you just get that. That pride, yeah, of, that you know, yeah. You just more man. You just so much more pride as the movie go on. Like damn, that just is dope. I, let me give y'all a little side thing real quick. Mm-hmm. What did now? Nah, do y'all remember? You know, going to the movies to go see it. Yeah. Who, yeah. who did y'all go with? Did y'all go with your family, your girl, or your kids, or like, like do like for me it stood out. Like I, me and my wife like made a whole like date night out of it. And I remember we went to the movies. We went far. Like I can't remember we went far out though. And it was a lot of um, you know it was, it was mixed crowd in there. And you could just tell the difference, like the black people in there, and it wasn't nothing racist, but it was just it meant more to us. Cause mm-hmm. it's like at the end of the movie, of course I was drinking, so at the movie, the movie, I'm up, I'm up standing up, clapping, she all pulling me down, like, man, chill out, man. Cause I remember people had on like costumes yep. and shit. Yeah, yep. yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, it was big. It was big. It was big. I mean, I kind of wish I had a little cheeky or something. I don't. I wish I did. Yeah, I went with the family, man. And I, I you know what, I, you know what I remember about that time? It was really dope. Is I remember a lot of people buying the movie theaters out yeah. for people to yes. just mm-hmm. go watch it for free. Like, hey, if y'all want to go see the movie, I bought the whole movie out. Y'all could just I show did up. That. I did that. Uh, yeah, okay. Shout out to me. <laughs> I did that. Mitch, man. I got it like that. So, man, back to the movie, bro. Rich, in Mitch. the challenge scene, we meet another pivotal character in the movie, which is the dude Mumbaku. who challenged Mumbaku. Praise Hanu is what he said. Hanu <laughs> <laughs> man. Get going to Hanu <laughs> But when they came in the Witness scene, the dog, power the Jabari. <laughs> dog, they came over to see that joke was so Strong funny, bro. Fuck. It was like they all in the background, everybody looking around, yeah. scared. They cooked like, through. Like they came to fuck shit up. They did though, yeah. like real talk. The best thing about the Jabari is the chant, dog. Yes, when they you hear the chant, home, bro. everybody just Whoa. stopped, like, <laughs> yeah. This is DMX. That's what I'm saying. Like DMX. My dog's there. Like if you like when you see them at the end mm-hmm. walking through, like you just see a picture of DMX and there's yeah. a statue of about there, dog. Like yeah, that was dope, <laughs> man. That was dope. And then after you know the challenge, of course, T'Challa wins. He beats him, but he don't. Again, it kind of show you in comparison later on in the film when he fight Miss Dude Killmonger. Killmonger killed T'Challa. Chose to you know mercy, and it says a lot about them as kings, in my opinion, mm-hmm. because. Him saving his life yeah. gave him an ally yes. in, you know, all the wars. I mean, you get past Black Panther. Yeah. He was with him all the way through and was a part of uh, T'Challa Council at the end. So he ended up uniting, finally uniting Wakanda, really, yeah. if you think about it, in that yeah. one little move. So he, that was he, fought, he fought one honor. Yes, he, said, he did. Like, straight up. Like, that's dope, though, man. Because he was like, 
Your your people need you. And they did. Yeah. yeah. They did. They did. Because you never know what would have happened if you'd have killed them. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that was big, man. And then, uh, you know, after that scene where I think something that's underrated about the movie, but, you know, when you finally get to, uh, you know, them being in the throne room and, you know, you meet Shuri mm-hmm. and uh, you kind of get the chance to see a young black girl being the head of this whole R&D department for the whole country. Like, Hell, she's the one who make the weapons. Yes. She make all this stuff. And it's like... She you made get, a champ station for yeah, the trains and all that shit. To, to mine the vibranium mm-hmm. and stuff like that. And I think that was dope for, you know, our young our young people to see that. Yes. Like, hey, you could be in science and this shit could be real. Like, it could be fun. And, you know, you could be just like her. And I think that was big. Just, yeah. to, you know, everybody always bring up about showing a king, a boy, you know, like a man could be a king or a black man could be king. But showing our little girls, too, like... Hey, y'all can, you know, run the science department. You could be anything you want yes. too. Mm-hmm. I think that yes. was huge, man. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. All y'all, all y'all young brothers and sisters out here who got great skills in engineering, math, all those different things, do not feel like you gotta be somebody in the forefront. You don't those people who are in any position of leadership, that's the kind of people they depend on mm. to be Mm-hmm. The, the move the needle for that's the things that we need man we need people like that so young brothers and sisters y'all see kids at three four years ago three four years old taking apart the vacuum already or the oven <laughs> why and stuff encourage it yes and just support them yes you never know yep right. I think I think next too is another dope scene you know with my character and her husband mm-hmm. and T'Challa you know T'Challa go kick it with him and they, of course they kicking about is Nakia gonna stay and stuff like yeah. that now you kind of find out, you know, like what Claw did and what he mean, like how much he's hated by the Wakandans. And um, when uh, Okoye sent a message, like, oh, she messaging you too? Because what, what was her husband's name again? Sab- I know he, Sabuda. Um, we I don't know. Regular speculation. I don't yeah. think that's it. But we know he was the leader of the border yeah. uh, tribe. But, you know, she like, <laughs> it was interesting. Like, she addressed her king first, my king, mm-hmm. and then she turned to him like, my love. Yeah. And it was like, okay, like, damn, that was that was deep yeah. too. It shows a lot about her character. Now, I'm jumping ahead a little bit, but how the fuck did Killmonger know that they wanted Claw? His dad. Yeah. And he, remember he had his dad notebook later on in the book. Oh, it was, it was in there that Claw. I'm assuming yeah. that that had to teach him. for a long time. Yeah, so, yeah. Cause I'm like, how do they know to bring Claw to them? Like, yeah, that's, I, that's what they wanted. But remember, Claws who they captured at first, they for the crimes. Remember they wanted they they wanted them then, and he saw it. They, they, remember he got him out the first time for the interrogation. And remember, right, yeah. he knew that they wanted him. Okay, well you know so what he like. I just I went over the top. I went on and killed him for you. Let's you know assume this too though. Like uh-huh. Claw didn't know that Killmonger was Wakanda. No, but Killmonger came to him to buy you know to get Vibranium. the vibranium. So maybe in his mind, Claw was just explaining to him like you know everything about Wakandas and why they hate him so much. Yeah. And you know, from there he like, oh, okay, he already knew that, but that tied everything together. Yeah, Killmonger didn't know where it was. Right, right. So that's why as soon as he figured it out, he like, oh, you're dead. Now yeah. I can fly there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I thought I thought Klaus Killmonger knew. knew who where it was. No, no kind of Klaus knew. No, Claw oh, where, knew. oh, where, I mean, Claw. Claw. Okay, Claw. Gotcha, gotcha. I'm sorry, Claw. He the one that helped steal it. No, he didn't know where Wakanda was because in the notebook, know. in the notebook, when he go into the um, ancestral plane. He grabs his dad's notebook. And he didn't a get picture. into the ancestral plan until he was already in Wakanda. Right. You know what I'm saying? he In the notebook, he has a picture of Wakanda in there. So he was mm-hmm. reading that notebook before because that's how the ring and the necklaces and all that stuff was in the notebook. Because mm-hmm. he got to Wakanda without Claw. 
Yeah, he, he can kill claw oh, in, in the yeah, United yeah. States. My fault, because I thought he used the cord in his claw hat. No, that's, I, no, that's what I, I think thought. He, no, I uh-huh. think he already, his dad already knew, because his dad taught him how to speak in kind and all that type of stuff, too. Because mm. when he meet, when like I know now we moving ahead, and we could continue to move ahead, but when he actually gets to, you know, once he get captured, this after claw get killed, after the big fight scene. He's like, hey, auntie. Right, but he says <laughs> his name, like when they, you know, he dragging yeah, him out of yeah. there. He like, yeah, you know, what's your name? And he says his real name. I, the son of... Yeah, yeah he, and it's like, like I said, when he gets into the ancestral plane, he the first thing he goes to look for when he goes in the apartment is the notebook. Mm-hmm. And then the notebook, as he's flipping the pages, you will see, like, it's a picture of Wakanda, and it's a little marker to say exactly where it's at. It's a picture of Africa. Oh, yeah. Show where Wakanda it, was a, is red, it was a red dot. Yeah. But he was already there. Yeah, but I'm saying, like, he already... It's no. assuming that he already had the notebook no. before then. No, when he saw the notebook, that's when he was landing the shit. Yeah, but I'm saying even though he was there, he's remembering he what happened. He remember happened. what happened when he was a kid. Because when his dad come down, he was like, oh, so you don't cry for me? You don't, you know, mm-hmm. miss me? <laughs> he like, my people die every day. Said, yeah, like, man, this is how it is around <laughs> yeah. here. But before, you know, before we move on, like, I think a important scene that we need to go back to is the, the scene in the bank, too. Well, not the bank, the casino. Mm-hmm. Like you kind of you know you really get the chance to see like them you know that little trio fight together and yeah. you know him you know my character kind of still the scene I, in my opinion in the fight scene yeah but I think that was a dope scene too bro because mm-hmm. you you know you get two women again like they do she a really was, good she job came, she came in ready to go though Dog. she mugged the shit out of the girl before they went in that was at the but what, were they selling can, or something can you say that it was her fault that that whole scene happened. Yeah, cause, but that, yeah, it was yeah, it was because, because she, she was like, "Let's go now." This is not never, and then oh shit, I've been made. They, <laughs> she just been cool like everybody else. Uh, so she came in there ready. Yeah, she was she already ready to go. She, she like kicking she knew, ass. Though. She knew like because she's like, "I've been made." I'm but like, you got to think about it. she talking about for her husband too because they want to capture Claw. So she probably like, "Let's do it right now. Mm. Let's get him while we can." Because assuming like they like, okay, we cold. We could take out, I think it was like nine guards or something like that. It was a lot of them. Yeah, it was a lot of them. So she took out like five of them down there by herself. Mm. So yeah, man. But uh, shit, let's jump into the uh, Killmonger uh, fight scene and uh, T'Challa, man. Mitch, what the you talking about that? See, the challenge. Hey, the he challenge. beat the brakes off his ass. I won't say he beat the brakes out of him. After T'Challa, Cause Black T'Ch- Panther got that one kick in, he no. got his ass whipped after that okay, kick. Okay, so before the kick, when T'Challa knocked him down and he had him, if T'Challa was, like, really cold with it, he could have killed him. He was like, yield. And then he knocked the thing away and got up. Again, it shows T'Challa like he's merciful. He could have killed him right then and there. He ain't no killer, though. There's, he wasn't. He felt bad, too, I think. Because he, he knew he, he, he knew what happened. Yeah. He knew, like, that's, like, that's really... You, the reason I don't kill you where you stand is because I know who you are. Yeah, that's, that's what he said. In yeah, the, that's uh, Go ahead and hit the accent, bro. I heard you try to do it. <laughs> no, I'm just saying that's what he did. That's what he said. Like that's no, what he said when we're close. No, I'm just making reference. I ain't doing the accent. <laughs> that's what he said when he came into him close. Yeah. That's what he said in the throne room. He's like, why are you doing this? The uh, the there council go, people, bitch. the council people that was there as well. Like they didn't know who he was until right. he said his name, and they was like, oh, well, yeah, yeah you got to do the challenge because this he royal blood. Right, he royal. Yeah. And you so know, anybody can challenge. No, it has to be. It had the, to, the sons. Well, yeah, yeah it could have been a Because Mbaku challenged. Yeah, it's, when, the challenge, the tribes. when the original challenge, uh, anybody okay. from the tribes can challenge him. Okay, I didn't yeah. know if it was just royal, just, no. okay. But anybody, especially royal blood has challenge. the right to challenge. But, I guess okay. royal blood has the right yeah. to challenge anytime. Yeah. Okay. But you know who sucked, who accent sucked? Forrest Whitaker. Yeah, it was pretty I'm bad. I'm like, I ain't even hear him. He talk regular. <laughs> <laughs> Tear it down. But Chadwick Boseman, man, like, um, 
like he 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 was big on making sure that he had an African accent because mm-hmm. he didn't want the character to be American. It's like okay, if this is the king of an African nation, the most powerful nation, I mean the richest nation in the world, is in Africa. He mm-hmm. should have an African, you know, English accent. Yeah. And I think that was smart. Because he he also played in another movie, something King, and he talked. He had the same yeah, accent in that the, movie. The it was on that message from the king. The message from the king. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, real quick. So, did you know that um, Wesley Snipes was supposed to be like the first Black Panther back in the nineties? Yeah, yes. But the shit ain't go through or whatever. Yeah, which is a good thing. He no, I'm not saying because he couldn't have did it, but being a really dope character besides that, shot the Blade. Yeah, another yeah. Black superhero, yeah. bro. Blade. Blade. Yeah, that was good. Yeah, he was good. Yeah, him and Michael that, J. White, uh, Spawn and Blade. I yeah. think the first uh, super Black mm-hmm. superheroes in the nineties, right? Yeah. yeah. So, T'Challa loses. You know, he gets thrown he off. He got his ass whooped. Yeah, he lost. He gets thrown <laughs> off. And one thing that I always said that I thought was dope about the movie was when T'Challa first came in, you know, the, the camera angle was regular. Like, it was just, you know, it was a regular camera angle. The sun was out. But when T'Challa loses in the challenge, the sun's going down, which represents to me like the king dying. The king is falling. And then, yeah, exactly. The king is falling. Then when you see Killmonger go through the throne, the camera angle changes. It's like, it's like upside down and then the music is just real like yeah. I'm like I think that was dope man like you know, I say Ryan Kruger was cold with how he directed the movie yeah Freddy Kruger's pretty cold too Freddy Kruger Freddy Kruger was pretty <laughs> Ryan cold Kruger? I agree <laughs> he was he did a lot of great oh, movies that's not the same last name <laughs> no my bad Kruger Kruger <laughs> moving on I'm Freddy Kruger <laughs> duh but I agree uh, you know what I don't like about that that was pissing me off like when they said we can't do nothing about this the problem, man. So you mean to tell me if I could whoop your ass, I could be king? That's it, pretty That's much. It. That's it. And then she was right at the end. She's like, "You, you got too much hate in you. You, you're not worthy to be king." Yeah, yeah. It got. I felt like it more like that. That was a terrible. But see, that's the ancient like, things. Like, okay, where that's a terrible tradition. Like, I don't. Yeah. I mean, as far as for their, for their, you know, it's not a democracy. It's right. you know, that's what they hold. That's up. they. That's what they believe. The strongest in. warrior yeah. runs you, the country because you got to be Black Panther with right. the king. Like you right. take on that mantle, so you can't be just a regular dude. You can't really fight, mm-hmm. and now you the Black Panther, you get worked out on. But this is what. They, but they, but now they see their tradition. Like yo, Killmonger was hand to hand better fighter at the time, and. Oh, he get to be king, but even what, though he a terrible again, person. Again, was he? Because I he's I, not a terrible person. I stress this that he could have killed him. He could have if if T'Challa was not a merciful person. When he knocked him, if you go back and watch that scene when he knocked him down and put the sword to him, he could have killed him right there, but he didn't. He just like yield, and he like no, you know, killed Michael. Like, yeah, like yeah, he could have killed him, but he didn't. And he, hey, we know the the rules growing up from when we grow up. You pull it out. Better use it. It's simple as that. <laughs> Same thing with the sword. You put it to the man's throat. You better finish the job. Same well, thing with that. Well, none of us kings then. <laughs> you pull it off, you better use it. <laughs> oh, my goodness, bro. Oh, man. So after that, you know, Killmonger, going back to what Mitch was saying about his favorite character. Okay, so you saying like, you were saying earlier that Killmonger is not necessarily wrong he's not a, he's, for what no. he's trying to accomplish. No. So you feel like, and I agree with you, and I think Dewey agree and Matt, that what he wanted to do for everybody else that looked like him, he was right. But the method that he was the way going that he about doing it. it was wrong. Because he said he wanted to, what did he say? He wanted to overthrow, like, the oppressors and yeah. all He people. wanted Wakanda to be the leaders of the, the world. The leaders of the world. Yeah. And yeah. you know what? He wanted to be the last king. Yeah, he did. Because he burnt the, all the little But that was BS, up. though. Like that's another reason. But that's that the part he said. Of course, that's what he did. That's yeah. what he's trained. Right. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. they like, well, what about the next king? And the lady wasn't meaning like 
like another king. She meaning like, okay, well, what if you have a son or something exactly. like that? Like, See, that part makes me make makes me put the question. That part where you were talking about earlier with Killmonger was just right about. It. No, he had hatred. He yeah. envy. Oh yeah, hate. Because he, he like, wasn't even thinking about the future. You do that shit. Yeah, he choked man, shit out of baby man, girl, bro. <laughs> no, she was an OG. Yeah, she he choked her out pretty bad, bro. <laughs> he, was, he picked her up. So and he high. killed Forrest Whitaker, bro. Hey, what, but he deserved. He deserved that's why both. I say like. That's why I'm like, okay, I kind of, because you, you know, you betrayed my dad, you and he there, knew bro. him. You was there. Yeah, he like, you Uncle James. Like, he knew who he was. With the eye. Because right. <laughs> Uncle James disappears with his daddy died. Yeah, Uncle James, yeah. Never see shit, Uncle James again. So he put two or two together. Like, oh, okay. Like, it, it maybe like, his mind, he thought y'all. Uncle James did it. He was, he was like, I promise the king I wouldn't tell you. I am the king oh, now. Man, that shit was so funny, yeah. bro. Oh, shit. <laughs> back, wait a minute. Back to the very first scene real quick. What he said, with the, it's two chicks outside. They look like a great Jones. Jones. He's like, open it. They won't knock again. He knew they were ready. Hey, she, was, hey, she was about to ask because she was like, she was like, and it kind of threw me off, like watching it again. Like, yeah. bro, he really, the print, like he like third in line to the throne, right? Mm. She like, who are you? Like, Bro, we know who you are, but who are you? Show us and tell us who you are. Mm. Like, that shit was sweet, bro. That scene was cold, too, going back to the opening. Shout out to Ryan Cougar for putting the hair and bone chain. And shout out. Oh, man, it's the beginning. And shout out to Freddy Cougar one more time. <laughs> Freddy Cougar. Freddy Cougar, great movies, man. Yeah. Nightmares, yeah. Nightmares and Dreams, baby. So after he threw him, after he threw him over the, into, the, into the river, right? I mean, we all knew that he really wasn't dead. Yeah, he, and, right. But they go, moms and them escape out. Yeah, I had to get rid of them. Go to Got a little flower. I think you had, like I said, what I care is we were talking about earlier, you had a real good conversation about Man. being like, you had the, the different sides of, okay, you got honor and, you know, love for country, but you also got a person who believes, like, do you stick with the person who's mm-hmm. on the throne if you know they're about to do something that's not for the good of the country? Yeah. Like, I think that was a good parallel yeah, right there, too. Because yeah, it's like, you know, Nakia, she like, hey... I feel you. I love Wakanda, but this dude gonna destroy Wakanda. Like, yeah. we need to get him up out of there. Mm-hmm. Okoye, like, hey, this the king. You know, yeah. our traditions say if he sit on the throne, no matter if I agree with him or not, like, I gotta, I gotta mess follow. with him. Yeah. That's big, bro. I think that was a big. Yeah. I think that, again, when we was talking about it when I wanted to do the movie, I think that have, has a lot of parallels to what we go through today. Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. just to say, you know, I'm not trying to make this political, yeah. but the president in the office right now, right, a lot of people right, be right. like, well, you gotta respect the office. Yes. Why do I have to respect the office if the man in the office don't respect the office? Praise. Or he's not for the country the way he should be for the country. So I think that was a, a hell of a parallel by yeah. the directors and the writers. It's hell of a parallel. Because tradition can leave you trapped sometimes. It can. In and the then, closet. And then... <laughs> oh, not. And then tradition also can give you humility. Like, you know, you got to remember what, what we do this for. But sometimes tradition can trap you. Like, damn, we got to deal with this? Like, yeah. yeah. That was big. So again, you know, moving on, you know, to the scene where... You know, they go to um, M'Baku and mm-hmm. pretty much ask him to be Black Panther. He like, <laughs> which is a funny-ass scene. Cause the, uh, so they did ask him to be Black Panther? They did. They yeah. went to him and it was like, because they felt like he was the only hope. Like, he was he was the only one who probably could be Killmonger. But when my man tried to talk, uh, the uh, agent, the one they say, He's like, you say something again? I'm going to feed you some kids. And then he was just laughing like, yeah, man, we don't eat people. We vegetarians. It's like, what? <laughs> Fucking with them, man. It was funny. <laughs> but yeah, and then they show, you know, T'Challa's still alive. Yeah. And, you know, he really didn't like Shuri because Shuri was like, yeah, we could take him back to her life. He was like, he'll die in seconds. Like, mm-hmm. he cut it to her ass instantly. Take him, he'll be dead in Yeah, second. because <laughs> of, uh, like, they had him stabilized. Yeah, they did. He, he wasn't going to make it. 
like that. But he wouldn't have got back to the lab anyway. No, bro. He would have been waiting. They'd have killed him and them. They'd have killed all of them. But then, yeah. you know, you get another scene in Ancestral Plane where he can finally confront, you know, his father and everybody who came before him. Like, yeah. bro, like, which they did. Like, you brought, you know, our demise, you know, you brought the end of Wakanda here by not being true and being real yeah. with what happened. Like, all they had to do was bring the boy back. Yeah. I'm that, not saying he wouldn't have grew up to, you know, be messed up, but. He probably wouldn't have, though. Because he, like, he left there with nobody. Right. Yeah, they just left him. They just left him like, and we never knew about his mom. Yeah. Was his mom died? Or and she's probably thought that's possible. Regular speculation. Know. Regular speculation. Uh, 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 it was the nineties in L.A. Yeah, and uh, Oakland. Yeah, Oakland. Yeah, Oakland. So yeah, that's possible, Mitch. Shout out to Bay. I mean, ain't nothing wrong with you with thought, but you know, to each his own. Get that forty. Damn, get that forty dollars. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> Moving on. So yeah, man. Again, was it him saving? Nah. Was it forty dollars? Was it the forty ball back then? That's probably ten, like, like ten. <laughs> Definitely when people only needed three dollars for the pet, you know, the snacks. The, the so the probably petrol. like ten, yeah. fifteen. Little gas, man. <laughs> 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 but uh, so <laughs> when he come back, you know, again, you could tell that the mercy he showed in Baku allowed for this moment to happen for him to show him love and like he told him, like, hey, the debt is clear. Like you yeah. know, what I'm saying, you look, you saved my life, I, I saved, saved your life, yeah. and he was like. He basically telling he you know he asking him like hey I need an army he's like of course you do you know what I'm saying but I can't help you yeah, I, it's not my fight so did they ever show what changed his mind to make him come help him you could tell when he was talking to him his mind was changed when he like looked and then he sat down yeah like the dog like, did kill a good job. he is greedy for for power he's he gonna kill y'all too yeah he'll take y'all yeah. out next yeah because they're the next threat like they're the closest threat to him yeah yeah and yeah, real quick like why old boy had the rhinos like why come ain't nobody else had no I think that was just a part of the border yeah, tribe. Border tribe. Oh, yeah, yeah. They, they like, protect they the like defense. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, so, which was sweet. Like, I think sweet. that was sweet as hell, too, but, because them rhinos was huge, man. Mm-hmm. Thought it was ridiculous. I Not think far as, like, after that, like, the best scene of uh, T'Challa fighting was that scene when he came back, you know, when the plane go down mm-hmm. and everybody running over there looking and he, he got his hands up. Yeah, it was like, as you can see, <laughs> I'm not dead. T'Challa's <laughs> not over. Yeah, that scene was sweet as hell, man. And that she was like, He's still your king. Yeah, cause th- cause he was like, nah, like he yeah. was like, forget all that challenge. Like I'm king, nah. Yeah. Like that yeah, shit was what funny. What did he say? Going like, man, I ain't trying to hear that shit. Something <laughs> said. That's like he had to be dying. Like, like, I ain't trying to hear all that shit. <laughs> cause that, hey, cause at the end yeah, of the day, that was straight he, American. Bro, bro, that <laughs> shit we would definitely say, like, bro, nah, the challenge's over with, dog. You, <laughs> yeah, that done. shit over with. <laughs> you be gone five days, motherfucker. <laughs> but then you kind of see too, like what makes him so, you know, evil and messed up. Like he was willing to basically cause civil war in Wakanda. Because he like, hey, y'all go kill that fool. Oh, yeah. The husband name was Wakabi. Okay. Yeah, Wakabi, that's his name. Wakabi, Wakabi. yeah. Wasabi, yep. <laughs> you disrespectful. Hey, Wakabi, man. I'm like, damn, that used to be your man. It's like, he wasn't. Yeah. It was no second thoughts. He just was like, hey, y'all go kill him. He like, he blew the horn. <laughs> they went out and attacked him. That shit remind me of the Power Rangers. You know, he just blow the horn. Yeah. Or the flute, or whatever that yeah. nigga had. That. Dog, he was really that mad at him about not killing yeah, Claw. Like, Damn. He was it, mad at his daddy for not killing Claw. Yeah, Claude. he said he did nothing for 30 years. But he not, but see, again, I guess it's the movie. Like, if it, in reality, when he came back and told him that, you know, he didn't kill him, that they didn't get him, he could have talked to him and told him what he happened. S- he stepped out of our hands again. He just didn't say shit. He just, nah, he, was, man, he was, was mad. He just yeah. walked off. Bro. Yeah. He but he could have, if he had reached out and tried to talk to him, and told him what happened. If he'd have told Wakabi that, hey, look, we lost him, but 
this dude that I seen, I think he's related to me because, you know, he got my dad. He never shared that with nobody else. He didn't yeah. tell nobody. Yeah. And that hurt that hurt him, bro. Yeah. He did the same thing his dad did. He kept the secret. Yeah. And yeah. he got his ass killed. He well, almost got him kept killed. Kept messing things up. Yeah, yeah fucked it up. Yeah. yeah. The secrets of Guanda. So... I mean, what his dad really, what, what his dad said to him in the very beginning, I know we kind of bounced back and forth, but I think when his dad told him, like, you a good man, like, when he was like, you know, Baba, I want to be a, a great king, and he was like, well, yeah, you a good man. And he basically told him, like, you a good man, but you're not going to be a great king because you're not going to make the hard decisions. Mm. And the hard decision right then really was for him to be like, hey, let me tell you what's going on, bro. So I think that was big, man. Mm -hmm. But again, you know, kill Margaret no fight at the end. Like he said, that was a hell of a move he did on when they was fighting. Mm -hmm. To beat him. Like, yeah. that shit was sweet, bro. Threw the shit in the air. Yeah, and then <laughs> roll, roll him over with him to catch it and kill him, bro. I'm like, damn, that was kind of sweet. Pair and pair him after that. And, <laughs> and then you get the famous line, you know what I'm saying? Bury me in the, you know. Throw me in the ocean. Throw me in the yeah. ocean like you did my ancestors. Yeah. What what'd he say? Uh, because death is better death than bondage. Was yeah. better than bondage. Yeah, but now to come to find out after Chad with Bozeman's death, we find out that that was him who came up with that line. Yeah, Chadwick Boseman. I didn't know that. Yeah, I didn't either until recently. Like, I guess uh, Ryan Cougar was talking about it. That was him who was basically saying, like, he needs to say something else at this scene. Mm. And I guess that's when they kind of worked it. You know, everybody kind of worked it out. That's yeah. what he was going to say. Mm. That was big, bro. Yeah, that was dope. Huge. Yeah. Huge. That, like, that really made the movie at the end. It really made um, Killmonger character stand, stand right. out even more. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. that's why I think uh, Black Panther 2, we're just going to move along a little bit. I'm sorry if I'm You're going right. too That's fast. the end. I, don't like, I like to go slow sometimes, but. <laughs> you tell all your little secrets on this episode. Dog. But I think Killmonger should be the new Black Panther. Like, you can't bring in somebody else to be Black Panther. Like, a, a new character. No, they, I think you're right. They could do it, but it would be kind of complicated. Yeah. I, wouldn't want, I wouldn't want to do it, though. Like that. It, I mean, it could, like, because I guess if you did do that, I guess the movie would kind of center around, like, this dude who looked like Killmonger. Because it would have to be somebody. You know, a multiverse type of situation. Somebody from somewhere else. It would have to be a multiverse else. where stuff went differently in the past to affect the future. Or <laughs> which uh, Avengers was that when they like disappeared into the dust shit? Uh, then they came back. Yeah. Yeah. When he he died, Killmonger, right? Mm. He could be dust and come back. No, that was our. That was before he, he, he died. Yeah, yeah he before died. the snap, like that was later. Well, I guess not. <laughs> no, I mean, you, I think you hitting on something. Like I said, if you did like, like a multiverse yeah. and you basically made the movie around like, okay, this guy has so so much discourse in the country. Now you got to bring him back, and he's not like that. Like, even though he looked like Killmonger, he's not the same Killmonger that they used to. And now mm -hmm. he's about to be king. Like that would be big. But I think it's the perfect opportunity to make Shuri queen. And definitely with everything's going on, you know, us trying to show love to our black, our black beautiful women, and you know, put them, elevate them for the culture. That would be a huge movie for, you know, black girls to see. You know, black boys got a chance to see a king. Now black girls get the chance to see a queen. And, you know, her rise and her journey, you know, mm -hmm. the hero's journey for her, I think that would be huge, bro. Mm -hmm. But, I, again, I think it's just going to be so hard with... To transition. Yeah. So how, how, that, do you, how do you write Black Panther out of Wakanda? Exactly. It's yeah, like, it's how do you write T'Challa out of Wakanda? It's, it's, it'll be incredibly difficult. I, maybe they do something like uh, he kind of, he passed... You know, and and so fighting or something like that, and then maybe him and like it's kind of kind of goes forward like ten years or something like that maybe, and not, they had a baby and his his dad passed away. I, I don't know. I'm just throwing out there, kind of keeping it all within the same bloodline, but somehow where they kind of show he did not right. make it. But we all in agreement that they have to 
continue the franchise though. You got to have Fuck a Black yeah. Panther. Um, yeah, Black Panther too. I'm, I'm not sure. You don't think so, Matt? I'm not sure. I would love for it to continue, but it's just I. It would have to be done so well. <laughs> but yeah, but like the crazy part is, I read like a couple months ago that he didn't even want to do. Um, he did Black Panther too, but maybe that's why because of the physical demand right. of the movie, yeah. and he knew like I mean, of course, in his you know he was probably thinking he was going to be able to, you know, uh, get over the, no the, matter the, fact, the fight. He said he didn't want to be looked at as Black Panther. Yeah, like yeah. like that's his only. But they all feel like that. Though. Yeah, he but, said that's, that, but that's what he yeah, said. Yeah. He said that in an interview. He said you got to do something small now. Yeah, after Black Panther, you got to kind of dial it back. Cause that was so huge, man. It's like right up there, like but, one of the top five MCU films. Yeah, yeah. But all, Definitely. but all those Every artists feel like three. that who mm-hmm. does, you know, actors who do who play those roles. It's hard for them for you know. That's just like if you see Robert Downey Jr. You know, in another movie. You that's Iron Man. Any of them characters you see in another movie. Robert Downey Jr. Robert right. Downey Jr. Don't want to be called Iron Man. No. <laughs> like he like I'm not Tony Stark. Yeah, I'm, I'm Robert Downey. Right. For him, I don't think so because when I watched him in Twenty One Bridges, I wasn't thinking Black Panther. No, yeah. it wasn't, but yeah. that was no. a good movie, by the way. It was. Huh? That, yeah, it was a good movie. Yeah. Yeah. And like when you think about his roles, I don't in play, think he was typecast as Black Panther. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, like, because he really wasn't a, like if you want to like if we want to talk about who stole the movie or who yeah. who was the you know it's, it's Killmonger. Yeah. Killmonger is the person that when you think about Black Panther, like he makes the movie, even though the movie is it still centers around the hero journey of T'Challa being king and learning how to be king and eventually doing what he's supposed to do, but. The movie, like you keep saying, like we talk about Killmonger and everything he does mm-hmm. in the movie. So, hey, auntie, <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's our favorite hell, spider. Bro. Hey, auntie, <laughs> that whole scene was funny as hell, bro. We didn't even talk about yeah. that. That scene was hilarious in the throne room. Yeah, yeah man, shout out to Chadwick Boseman, Most man, and, and your catalog yeah. as well, man. He, man. he pushed out, yeah, he pushed out a lot of with me. Uh, James, the James Brown biopic. Yeah. Thurgood I thought Marshall. it was Thurgood, Thurgood Marshall. Marshall, yeah, and and like you know he he definitely put on black. What is like last six seven years, man. He, mm-hmm. And uh, he, you know what I, I I enjoy about him, like listen to I was listening to a couple of speeches the other day, <laughs> and um, I was listening to uh, I guess it was like Denzel Washington uh, receiving the life insurance. No, he was yeah he did pay for him, but he was receiving a life achieving award. And Chadwick Boseman went up there and he talked about it, and he was just like, if it wasn't for you. It wouldn't have been no Black Panther, and it right. was just—he was really, you know, humble. Yeah. And I respect that. And he was a God-fearing man. It was like he really, you know, wanted to help people, and you know, I really respect that. And, and then Rod Kruger talked about that um, after his death when he was saying that, um, and him doing that movie, like he kept being on him, like, "Hey, this got to be right. Like, we got to make sure we, you know, represent, mm-hmm. you know, for our people." And I'm like, "That was big, bro." So God bless him, his soul, man. God bless his family. Yeah. Everybody who worked with him, everybody knew him, man. Like, yeah, man. Like that, that, that brother. He his limited time on this earth. He did, he did work, man. He put in work for sure. So everybody, we want to thank everybody again for tuning in this week for another episode of the Wise Guys Podcast. We hope y'all enjoy our conversation on um, Black Panther, um, our NBA picks, uh, excluding LeBron. Excuse me. <laughs> and uh, we hope y'all talk to y'all people, you know, y'all kids too, about the Real Recognized Real segment, man. That's something that we're excited about doing moving forward. And again, Mitch, if you want to bring up what we're doing later on uh, in the month of September with the uh, ride out, man. Oh, yeah, we're doing a ride out once again on uh, September 27th. Yeah. Yes. If you tired like I'm tired, let's ride. Let's ride out, baby. Dewey, what you got for the people, baby? Hey, look for us on Facebook, Spotify, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio. And please uh, message us. Give us any information that you might want us to know. If you uh, got a business you want us to spotlight, 
uh, we'll be looking to hear from you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Matt, you got anything? Um, nope. <laughs> we want to thank Matt again, man. Hey, yeah, Matt is yeah. the guy behind the scenes that make the wise mm-hmm. guys do what we do, what we do, man. So, yeah. hey, Matt, we appreciate you, brother. Appreciate y'all, man. Appreciate helping with the platform. And, mm-hmm. You know. Right. Trying to change minds. Yes, sir. And don't forget to go to our YouTube page. Mm-hmm. Also, our uh, Instagram page, yes. uh, The Wise Guys Podcast 04 yeah. on Instagram. Mm. Um, our YouTube channel at The Wise Guys Podcast Detroit. Subscribe, like, share everything. Mm-hmm. Please. Please. We appreciate the love on our uh, Wise Guys podcast group, group page. Yes, yes. yes. Um, Please keep interacting, wow, answering the polls. Hey, man, we really appreciate y'all, man. Y'all really, we really jumped up a lot in the last week and a half, I want to say. But, man, we appreciate it, man. We appreciate the love, man. We love y'all back. Mitch, you lying, bro. And until next time, be true and be you, baby. Wise Guys signing out. Pew, pew. It's a wrap.